Together, growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke chapter 11 from verse 15 to verse 26. At the time when Jesus had cast out a demon, some of the people said, He cast out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. While others, to test him, sought from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, he said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and house falls upon house. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your own sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man fully armed guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when one stronger than he assails him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he passes through waterless places seeking rest. Finding none, he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes and he finds it swept and put in order, then he goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than himself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of the man becomes worse than the first. An absolutely interesting reading, and it it is crowded with lots of meanings. And there are a lot of nuances that one can pick up from this account of Luke. The first one is Jesus had just delivered somebody from the attack of demons. And people around him have noticed it. And under no circumstances are they not acknowledging that something has happened. But the question that they have is that by whose power has Jesus done this great miracle? And at times we can fall into that trap as a church, as people, as families, and as communities. That somehow we want to be descriptive of how God works amongst his people. It's like in our minds we say God has to do it this way. He has to follow this system. And if God acts out of character, we question things. We question why are there so many miracles in different communities and in different churches. We question why is God working wonders there. Just because it's not happening in our domain, it doesn't mean we should question it if it happens there. 
Just because I'm not aware of certain aspects in life, it doesn't mean all that I know is the only truth about life. And so the first thing that I think the Lord is challenging in our thinking is to accept that things will not always go according to our plans. That things will not always follow the way we've been doing things. That God is free to do things in his own way. And God is free to do things differently. And then we cannot fully grasp the magnitude of God. And this becomes clearly when they say, you are using or you casting out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. And Jesus, he knew in their minds that they thought of that. And he says to them, if that's what you think, by whose authority do your own sons cast out demons? Now, this becomes clear for us that Jesus was not the only one who was given the power to exercise and to deliver people. And he says, if you're questioning me, that's okay. But your own sons, the ones that you go to, and this is quite interesting because we can be very good at criticizing them, but not ourselves. It's us against them. We are always good. We are always correct. We are always right. And them, no. And so the Lord is asking us to look beyond that. The Lord is asking us to, to check our, our place and, and to clean our own home, as it were. But there's also something else that Jesus talks about. He says, every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. Every kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. And the kingdom can, can be a family, can be a church, can be a parish, can be a community, can even be a person. If one person is pulling to one direction and the other one is pulling to the opposite direction, chances of growth are slim because we are always at each other. We are always fighting and we are always defending ourselves and everything that is said to you can be seen as an attack, even when there is no need to look at it as an attack. And so every kingdom divided against itself. And this, for me, wants to take me back to the Gospel of John chapter 17. I pray that there may be one. That unity has always been one of the greatest principles of Jesus. That we are united as he is united with the Father. That the love that God has for the Son and the Son for the Father may also be in us. That they may be in us as we are in each other. That's the prayer of Jesus. And so the whole issue of disunity, of division, of segregation, of undermining and putting people down just because they think differently, just because they believe different things, just because they act differently. And those are the challenges that the Lord is posing to us in our own lives, in our own communities. 
The questions that one needs to look into in my own parish, is there a place for unity? Are we a unified body? Do we accept each other? Coming from different backgrounds, creeds, experiences, faith, race, languages, geographical places. Have we come to accept each other? As a church, have we come to go beyond the issue of sexism, racism, segregation? Have we come to value each other and gone out of tribalism? Are we united in Christ? Can I see you as my brother and sister? And can we relate to each other with great utmost respect? That the God in me is the same God in you. The same thing that, dear brothers and sisters, that we also need to be very careful of. It's the whole issue of those who've been vaccinated and those who have not been vaccinated. We could easily fall into a trap of segregation. And it could be a reversed apartheid where those who are not who are not vaccinated are not given certain privileges. And we seem to be okay with that. We cannot, as a church, as a community, and as a people, segregate and punish people because of their beliefs. Just because they think differently, just because they act differently, it shouldn't mean they must be separated. It shouldn't mean they must be segregated. We are all called to respect human dignity. And this human dignity forces us to believe and to accept that people may think differently and act differently from ourselves. And Jesus is very good about that. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy. Hail our life, our sweetness, and our hope. Today do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Today do we set up our sighs, mourning and weeping in this valley of tears. Turn then, O most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us. And after this, our exile, show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. May Almighty God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.